How many can honestly say, Lord, thank you for this new year? How many can actually look back and say, God, thank you for what I went through in 2014? Turn to someone, tell them, you know, this is your year. Tell them. Turn to someone, tell them, this is your year. This is your year of increase. Can you say amen to that? This is your year of blessing. This is your year of healing, good health. This is your year of confirmation. Maybe you've been waiting on something and maybe it didn't happen in 2014, but this could be the year. Hallelujah. You know, this, this, uh, the theme for 2015, uh, most of you guys see the, the, the poster boards up here, but uh, it's, it's raising the standard. Can you say amen to that? God is calling us to raise the standard in our living. And he's telling us to raise the standard all across the board. Physically, spiritually, and emotionally, we need to learn to raise the standard. And today we start a sermon series on raising the standard. And I'm excited about what God has for us, not only for today, but for the whole year. I believe that, that uh, this is our year. This is the year that we're going to break through. This is the year that we're going to make a difference. This is the year that, that, that God is going to do some amazing things in our lives. Not that he hasn't in the past. Not that he's going to in the, in the future. But I believe that this year, if we acknowledge and if we take this 90-day challenge seriously and we raise the standard in, in, in all that we do, I believe that God's going to be honored and glorified by that. Can you say amen to that? And we need to raise... Uh, our standards. So uh, if our desire is to seek and to reach souls for the kingdom of God, things have to change. There has to be change, my brother. There has to be change, my sister. We can't continue doing the same thing always and expect different results. And in order for us to, to raise the standards and to get to that level of where God is calling us, things have to change. We need to change. Two amens. And the standard of life has to rise to a higher level. The way we live needs to rise to a higher standard. There has to be a higher level of, what, of how we do things. And I've said this many times. Paul says, in order for us to be transformed, there has to be the renewing of our mind. And if our mind is renewed, then guess what? God allows ourselves to be transformed. And God can do great things through each and every one of us that are here today. You don't have to have that special calling. Well, Pastor, I don't know if I've been called to pastor. I don't know if I've been called to, 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 you know, to uh, be a disciple. Or We've all been called. And I believe that God is telling us to raise the standards in our living. Can you say amen? And if we desire to seek and to reach souls for his kingdom, then things have to change. We have to change. The standard of life has to be raised to a higher level. We can only accomplish this with God's gifts. We can't do it alone. We can't do it with a how-to-do fix on YouTube. You know, we, we can't do it by a book. We can only do it by the book. But we can only do it through God himself, amen, and through his son, Jesus Christ. He can allow us to go to that higher level, that higher standard of what he is calling us to be as born-again believers. Did I tell you, or can I tell you this morning, as a born-again believer, we should have higher standards to begin with. We should be different 
away with the old, and right, we're, we're in with the new. And we can only accomplish this with God's gifts. And we obtain these through His Son, Jesus Christ. You know, there's a, a, usually like during the Christmas times, or maybe even birthdays, but during this Christmas time, really it was all about the grandkids this year for us. And, uh, you know, I'm excited because this new year we're expecting our third grandchild. So... Uh, uh, Tim, Tim and Amanda, they, they are expecting. So we're excited about, about our new grandbaby baby coming along. It just means buying more gifts. Amen. Hallelujah. But hey, that's what it's all about, grandparents, isn't it? Spoil them and give them back. Hallelujah. Let the parent take care of them. But we we're so excited. And, you know, usually when we get gifts or we gift gifts during the Christmas time, it, it's not a complete gift if it doesn't come with what? Battery. My grandson, you know, one of the things, he loves the remote control stuff, and uh, I know that uh, he got several gifts this year, and one of the gifts was a, was a really large uh, uh, car, a remote control car, and he was like, oh, that's what I wanted, you know, and, and, and I think uh, 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 my sister-in-law, Liz, got that for him, and he was all excited, and he was all happy for it, and, and, uh, uh, and uh, so he wanted to make sure that it was all complete, and, and the only way that it was going to be complete, it, it, it had to have batteries. And that makes the gift complete. And there was another gift that he had opened. I think it's from his other popo or opapa. Or what do you call him? What do I call him? <laughs> I'm all mixed up because he calls us all different names. And he opened a gift and he says, oh, it's great. And he goes, but, and, and, and his dad says, oh, baby, you know, but it doesn't have the batteries. Oh, then he puts it aside and he walks away. <laughs> it's not a complete gift if it doesn't have the batteries. Can I tell you that without God's gifts, we are not complete. We're just here. We're just there. And we need to be complete with his gifts. And in order for us to receive the gifts and understand the gifts is we need to raise to a higher level. Our standards need to change, my brother. On how we act and what we do, we need to raise it to a higher level. And in order for us to be complete, we need God in our lives. He completes us in all that we do. He's the one that directs us. He's the one that allows us to move forward. He's the one that gives us life every day. He's the one that allows us to be able to participate and do things and provide for our families. And without Him, we are not complete. Turn with me to 2 Peter chapter 1. I'll be reading there uh, this morning. It's a little long, but stay with me. I want to prove something. I want to share something with you, raising the standards in our, in our lives, raising the standards. And it reads this way, and this is the Apostle Peter, and he's actually speaking to a group of believers, just like this morning. I believe that I am speaking to a group of believers this morning. Amen? Those who have been washed by the blood of the Lamb, those who have accepted Christ Jesus into their life, those who said, you know what, I'm no longer going to live the old ways, the old style. God has removed that. He has taken away from me. Now I am a child of the King. And I am part of a chosen generation. And Peter begins to uh, speak here to a group of believers. And listen to what he says. This is extremely important. you got to get this. If you don't get this, then you're not going to get the rest of the sermon today and the rest of the series this week. you got to get this, okay? Open our, our, your ears and your hearts this morning. First Peter, Second uh, Peter uh, 1, 3 through 11, it says, His or God's divine power has given us almost everything. 
What does it say? He has given us everything that we need for life in him. To live a godly life, he has given us everything. Can I tell you here this morning, we don't lack anything. If we've accepted Christ into our lives, he has given us the full package. The whole deal. You know, when you go and you get a nice car and you, know, you say, you know what? This year is going to be the year that I'm going to get the car that I want. And I'm not going to go over there and I'm not going to let the car dealer tell me what I can get, but I'm going to tell him what I'm going to get. Doesn't it feel good to be able to do that? And you go up to him and he says, man, I want the leather seats. I want the seat warmers. I, want, I, want, I wanted to start when I'm asleep and I'm snoring and I'm dreaming about it. And I says, turn on. I wanted to turn on. I want the full deal. I want the whole package. And it's nice to be able to do that, right? And then you walk away and it says, oh my gosh, I got this $800 bill a month. I got I'm going to be praying and fasting this week for sure. Can I tell you that God, he, he has given us everything. We lack nothing. And he says, I have, he has given us everything for the need for a godly life through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Through these, he has given us his very great and precious promises. God has given us these promises. They're free. They're for us. So that through them, or the actual promises, you may participate in the divine nature having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. Can I tell you, God has already given us everything to defeat all these things that tear us down. All of the desires that this world has to offer, God says, I have made you an overcomer already. There is no reason why you should be down, no reason why you should be saddened, no reason why you think that, God, I'm not going to make it because we are overcomers already through Him. He says, I have given you everything that you need already. There is nothing more, nothing less that you need. And he has given us these promises. Verse 5, for this very reason, Peter says, make every effort to add to your faith. Listen, when we accepted Christ into our life, we accepted him by faith. And he says, this faith that you have, listen, to this faith, add to it goodness. These are the promises. And from goodness, knowledge. And to knowledge, self-control. And to self-control, perseverance. And to perseverance, godliness. And to godliness, mature affection or harmony. And to mature affection, the most important thing is love. And then he says, for if you possess, listen to this, if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, in other words, if you continue to raise a standard in what I'm telling you here, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive in your knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. If we stick to these promises, if we know that he has given us everything, it says, look, listen, this will keep you from being inactive. In other words, you're going to be active. You're going to make a difference. And he says, all these things, if you do it, 
It'll keep you from being unproductive. Verse 9, but whoever does not have them is nearsighted and blind, forgetting that they have been cleansed from their past sins. If we forget about the promises and we do away with these things, it's like being nearsighted and blindsided and blind. In other words, we tend to forget of what God has done for us. We begin to move toward the things of what the world has to offer and we move away from where God is. And God says, listen, don't you remember everything that I have brought you through, all that I have provided for you, and you forget these things. And I'm, saying, and I'm standing here this morning and Peter is saying, look, listen, remember, if you keep these promises, if you raise the standard in you and yourself and what you do, Listen, all these promises, they are promised to you, and it'll keep you from all these things that the world has to offer, and you won't forget of what God has done for you and where God has brought you from. Therefore, my brothers and sisters, make every effort. Confirm your calling and election. For if you do these things, you will never stumble. How many of you guys are constantly stumbling? Physically, I'm one of those. I stumble on over everything, step on everything, fall down. Especially when I was growing up, that's all I did. But Paul is spe- or Peter speaking here spiritually. If you do all these things, it would keep you from stumbling. And you will receive, listen to this, a rich welcome into the eternal kingdom of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's our hope. If God has given us everything, and He's saying, raise the standard in in, in how you live your life and what you do. Raise the standard. Keep all these promises. And at the end, you'll receive the reward, our blessed hope. I don't know about you, but I look forward to that day. I look forward that I don't have to worry about anything else around me. That all I have to not even really worry about, all I have to do is just worship and praise God himself. Raising the standards. Turn to someone here this morning and tell them, God has given you everything you need to live a godly life. Can you do that? God has given you everything you need to live a godly life. He's giving you goodness, knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness, mutual affection, or harmony. He is giving you love. And if you hold on to them by raising your standards, it will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive. How many of you guys want to be productive this year? How many of you want to be effective this year? And all that you do, you want to be productive. And all that God has set forth for me, if it's my job, if it's my work, if it's my family, if it's my ministry, whatever it is, God, I want to be productive this year. I want to make a difference this year. I just don't want to be somebody in the crowd or just somebody coming and sitting in church and not doing anything. But I want to be effective. I want to be used by you, God. I want to be productive for you. I want to win souls for your kingdom. So where do we start, Pastor? How is it that we can do? Well, we start at home. Raising the standard in self, in you, in me. That's where it starts. 
In order for us to do and be effective and to do what God has called us to do, we have to change. We have to raise a standard in who we are. No one else is going to make a difference except you. No one else can do whatever you're wanting to do except you. You're the one that either keeps you from doing something or not. It's your decision. It's your actions. It's what you do. It starts at home. If you want to be effective anyplace else with your family, your work, or ministry, then it starts at home. Here, me, you. And God says, listen, listen, I am calling you to raise a standard in yourself. Raise a standard in who you are as an individual. And it starts at home. We are the key player, but the key source is God. And the power that he supplies us with. And in order for you and me to be effective and productive in what he has placed around us, it has to start with me. Me. You, pastor? Yes, me. God's saying that I need to raise my standard in myself as well. In order for me to be effective in ministry, in my family, in whatever it is that that God has called me to do... I need to raise the standards of myself. Can you say amen to that? Our current status of lifestyle needs to change. It needs to improve. Our lifestyle, our character needs to change, my brother. We can't go around just, you know what, I've always been this way, Pastor. I've always been a person that is just laid back. I don't say nothing. God says, well, then how can I use you if you don't want to say anything? And God says, you need to change your standard. You need to rise to a higher level and you need to allow the Holy Spirit to empower you and begin to open your mouth and begin to walk out and begin to do things that you normally don't do because it's not you that's doing it, but it's Christ who is in you that's giving you, that's empowering you to do these things. And he says, I'm calling you to raise a standard in your home. Rise up, my brother. Rise up, my sister. We need to raise standards in ourselves, in our daily living. In our character and who we are. God says, listen, I'm asking you to raise the standards. And God is calling us to raise the standards in our priorities. What are your priorities? Many of us, we walk around and say, yeah, we love God, but God is nowhere near first in our priority. We have placed Him on a list. A list of events or a list of activities That we no longer take God as a priority in our lives. And God says, I can't do anything. I can't uh, allow you to be effective or productive if you don't put me first in your life. We have taken everything else that the world has to offer. We have taken everything else that the internet and YouTube and all these other things that is placed out there. And we place God in a level, in a different level. God, if we have time for you, I will make time for you. And sometimes we've even allowed our family to be before God. But Pastor, God has given us this family. He's given us, we have to, you know, God says, yeah, who gave you this family? Who supplies you with whatever it is that you need? Who who brings health into this family? And God says, we need to raise the standard at home in our personal living, in our priorities. We need to put our priorities in check. 
We need to really truly understand what is your priority. Is it job? Is it work? Is it something else before God? God says, listen, I am calling you to raise the standard in your priority. He's saying he's raised the standard not only in your priorities, but raise the standard in your lifestyle. Change your lifestyle. Listen, I have called you out, he says. I have given you everything that you need to live a godly life. And he has plucked you out and he has picked you out from where you were at and the lifestyle that you used to live. And you no longer have to live that, but we choose to continue to live that way. And God says, how can I be effective or how can I use you in whatever area that it is that if your lifestyle is no different from the world that you came from? And he says, listen, it's time to raise a standard in your lifestyle. Change the people that you hang out with. If you know that they're bringing you down and doing things and causing you to have other different thoughts, get rid of them. If I step on some toes this morning, I don't apologize because it's the word of God. Plain and simple. But if I share my opinion and I offend you, I apologize. But I don't apologize for what the word of God says. And God says we need to raise the standard in order for us to be effective, my brother, in 2015. In order for God to use us to where he wants us to be, whatever it might be. He says you need to raise the standard in your lifestyle. If you said that God is in your life and God has changed you and God has taken the desires of whatever it is that you used to do, get rid of it. Raise the standard. And sometimes I want to say this and I might offend some individuals, but... Listen, sometimes as parents, we tend to compromise with God. And we tend to compromise our lifestyle because we want to justify what we're doing that it's okay. And then when our children are doing things, we say, you know what, well, maybe it's all right. You know why? Because we're trying to justify what we're doing in our lifestyle. And if we can do that, then we're okay. But then there are times that we try to correct or we try to do things with our children and they point the finger back, well, what, what about you? And God says, you need to raise a standard in your lifestyle. He's saying, raise a standard in, our, in your devotion. Raise your standard in spending time with me. Raise your standard in reading the word of God and saying that I am the God of who, you know, who brought you here or brought you out. We need to raise a standard in our devotion and take time to read His Word. Take time to pray. Take time to call somebody and say, Hey, listen, I want to pray with you. I haven't seen you in a while. Or is there anything going on with you? We need to raise a standard in our devotion. Maybe you've, you've been here at church for you know, a year or two and you've never raised your hands. Listen, brother, raise a standard in your devotion. Learn to worship God. Praise His holy name. Raise your standard in devotion. Change that radio station when you're driving down the street and do something that's going to be effective and, uh, and it's going to help you be uplifting. It's not about the bass, but it's about God. Yeah. You guys know what I'm talking about. 
God says, raise the standard in your devotion. Raise your standard in your devotion, in prayer life, in reading His Word, in fasting. Look, this week, I challenge you, fast and pray. And see God do something that maybe you've never seen before. I guarantee it. I guarantee it or no, or your money not back. Amen. <laughs> God says, test me in certain things. And he's calling us to raise the standard at home. He's calling us to raise the standard in our community. In service, in support of your local church, in your support of your ministries, in connection or connecting with people. He's saying, raise the standard. Get out of your homes. Go and meet your neighbors. Connect with someone. Raise your standard in community. Raise your standard in supporting your local church. Well, I don't think I really need to be there. Yes, you do. Your family, we need each other. And God says, raise the standard in your community. And then he says, raise the standard in even sowing seed. Raise the standard in how much I'm able to give or my personal time. He says, listen, if 2014 was good for you, but raise the standard in sowing seed. There's a gentleman or pastor that we know and man, he's constantly sowing seed. He's constantly doing things or, or providing things, not only for, for his church family, but for the community. He's always trying to do things. And God continues to bless him. And as God continues to bless him, he pours it back out. And that's the kind of life that we need to. God says, listen, you need to raise your standard in sowing seed. Help somebody in need, my brother. Help somebody out in need. Many of us are just satisfied in our current status or condition. Are you satisfied where you're at today? Are you satisfied with where you're at at your work? Is that all that you can do? Is that all the, the furthest that you can go? Are you satisfied with that? Are you satisfied with just having whatever it is that you have? Didn't I just finish reading where Peter says, I have given you everything that you need to live a godly life. God has already provided it for you. And many of us, we walk around and we're satisfied in our current status. We're ineffective. We're unproductive. We, we walk around bitter. We walk around unteachable. We don't want to be taught anymore because we believe we know everything. And we can't sit in a sermon and we can't sit in a teaching because we're above the teaching or above the reading. And we walk around in this status, unteachable or stale Christians. Undecisive, unsocial, don't want to talk to anybody. I just want to go to church. I just want to sit down. I don't want to socialize. Please don't give me, you know, don't do this. Or anything. I, I just, I, just me. And we're satisfied with that. God says, raise the standard. Some of us, we walk around with a lack of even devotion. Unto the Lord. But if we take the initiative to rise or to raise the standard, starting in our own home, in me, we can become effective and productive. We can be effective in our families. Don't you want to be effective in your family? 
Don't you want to be affected when you speak to your children that your children are going to listen to you and not just walk away? And if they do, they have this... uh, I'm not sure what's happening here. Who created this thing? And God says that we need to be productive in our home. We can become effective not only with our family, but even with friends and co-workers. Even in our local church and in ministry, we can be effective and productive. If we raise the standard at home, me, I got to change. Things have to change. I can't be the same. You know, one of the things when you walk into a church service, especially here at Trinity, uh, my hope is that when you leave this place, you don't come the same. That you walk out these doors completely different, raised up, ready to go, and say, you know what? Whatever stands before me, move out of the way. I'm raising the standard in who I believe in and who I am, and God's going to get me through whatever it is that I need to get through today. If you walk home and your beans are burnt, hey, thank God anyway. (laughs) Give God full control of your life in 2015. Jeremiah writes in 18, 3 and 5, says, and he talks about how God had sent him to the, the, the potter's house. And sometimes you and I, we, we have to, well, things have to change in our life. God has to make some changes in our lives. And he has to remold us sometimes. And it tells us that Jeremiah, God says, go to the potter's house. And when you go to the potter's house, I want you to examine his work. And he says that when he gets there, he sees the potter and he sees the will. And he sees him as he's working, as he's working with the clay. And he looks at the clay and he, and he notices that the clay or the pot in his hand is withered. It's not right. It's something's different. It's just not perfect. And all of a sudden it says that the potter begins to remake and remold a new vessel. That's going to be something that he actually adores or loves. And he reforms it into something that's going to be productive. Can I tell you, that's what we need this morning. God says, listen, I want to reshape and remold you in 2015. I want you to be totally different. I want you to be productive. I want you to do things in, not only in your life, but in your home, in your family. I want you to make a difference in your family. I want your marriages to get stronger. I want your children to understand and to grow that by the time they leave the home, that they can remember these things that I remember when I used to go to church. I remember my mom and dad praying for me. I remember them reading the scriptures. I remember them being, making a difference in other people. And raising the standard. And God says, I want to reshape you and remold you into something that's going to be productive in 2015. And all we have to do is allow him to do it. He says, listen, I have already given you everything that you need. Batteries included. Lifetime. Wouldn't it be nice to have lifetime batteries? Wow. And God says, let me reshape your home today. He has given you everything that you need. As believers, he has given you the gift. Listen listen to the gifts he has given to us as born-again believers. He has given us salvation. Oh, he has taken away our sin. And he has brought us back to the Father. He has given us the gift of salvation. He has given us the gift of power. 
I've given you the Holy Spirit that empowers you every day. He has given us the, 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 the gift of knowledge, His Word. And best of all, He has given us the gift of eternal life. What more could you want? God says, I've given you everything. It's time to raise the standards, my brother. It's time to make a change in yourself and your life. Raise the standards in who you are. Verse 11 says, and you will receive a rich welcome to the eternal kingdom. Raising the standards at home. Thank you for listening to this sermon by Pastor Mike Piscina of Trinity Abundant Life Church. If you're ever in the area, please stop by and join us for corporate worship every Sunday at 10.30 a.m. We are located at 412 Cumberland Drive in Austin, Texas, 78704. If you would like more information, feel free to call us at area code 512-447-4711. And don't forget to visit us on Facebook at Trinity ALC. Thank you and have a blessed day.